Hey everyone, I'm Henry Bush. I'm Reagan McNally. I'm Alex Malacher. And I'm Lexi Wade. The four of us are currently juniors at Riverside. Welcome to the first ever Recognizing RHS podcast. Today our guests are Mr. Eccles and Dom Lulo. But before we talk to them, let's talk about what went down this week. Last Friday night, the football team gave a great effort and completed their historic season with a final record of 6-2. and two. We have Dom here today to tell us more about that. Next, on Saturday morning, Cheyenne Durda broke the school record again with the time of 18.40 at the district meet, advancing on to regionals. Also qualifying for regionals is the varsity boys team, who placed 7th. Also happening this week, the volleyball team won their playoff game on Saturday and again on Tuesday. After being down 0-2, the team rallied to win three sets and advanced to district finals. This past week, the boys' soccer team completed their season after a hard-fought second-round playoff game against Twinsburg. The girls' soccer team also finished their season over the past week. Good luck to all the seniors on their next adventures. A few side students started the Give Food, Give Things food drive through Project Hope at the elementary schools. Shout out to Chase Alersich, Megan Yankchar, and Emma Reed. All right, nominated by the students and staff at Riverside, let's hear this week's shout outs. Our student shout out this week is eighth grader Lola Sabanya. Voted by her peers, she is a great hard worker, leader, and friend. She is a part of our online program and works as hard as she can in her school. Congratulations to Lola. Keep up the hard work and positivity. Our staff shout-out this week is Mrs. McIntyre. She teaches English and co-teaches side. She's also the advisor for Student Council and this podcast. Even with all the things she has going on, everyone still feels that she is there for them. She is very helpful to the students, parents, and staff. Congratulations, Mac. We appreciate you. Don't forget, if you want to nominate someone for a shout-out, check your email for a link from the Recognizing RHS Gmail account. We would love to hear from you. Coming up next are the student and staff interviews. Our first interview is Dom Lulo. He is a senior who participates in football and lacrosse for the school. Being one of the leaders from this historic football season, what was one of the biggest things you took away from the season? So I'd say like one of the biggest things I took away was just like the friendships and the memories I made with all these guys. Like, even though we lost in such a hard way, like I'll remember this forever for like the rest of my life. And um, yeah, that's about it. It's just like the friendships. I know I could just talk to these guys whenever I want, like for anything that happens in any of their lives. And I know they could come to me about that too. So that's like the biggest thing I took away for sure from this year. Yeah, I'd say anyone on the team could probably say that too. What has football taught you over the past years? Uh, I would just say like, how to, like, I'd say football taught me like how to become a man, just like with everything that you have to do to be successful in football, you have to just be on time be consistent, have a good work ethic, um, just give everything you have. And, you know, I think that'll um, translate over into my life in the future. It's just like when I have like a job interview just or something like that simple, just know that I have to be early and can't be late. And I think they kind of enforce that uh, with football. And, you know, it definitely helped me and uh, made me a better man. All right. Did you ever feel overwhelmed being one of the biggest leaders on the team? Uh, no. Um, I think that's something you develop over the four years you play is just being confident in yourself, being confident in your team. And I think the class before us that went pretty deep in the playoffs uh, definitely helped like me as I saw them like calm and just prepared uh, in the playoffs. And I think that just, you know, just kept me that I needed, needed to know that I need to stay calm in big moments and just help my team win. And I don't think I uh, was ever overwhelmed. All right. Who had the biggest influence on you as a football player and why? Uh, this is actually a good question. I'd say, like, probably just, like, Coach Boys, honestly, just because, like, 
he believed in me honestly from day one even though as a freshman I was like super short super weak I'm still short but um you know he still believed in me and I, I can't thank him enough for that and you know just the way he pushed me and like those days he just watched film with me and you know told me how to get better and I knew I had to get better for him and you know he's definitely a big influence uh you know coach P too he believed in me um my uncle who came over and coached this year helped me out a lot so those guys definitely uh were big influence for me and uh yeah, I think that they helped me out tremendously. All right, who was your biggest motivator and why? My biggest motivator, I'd probably say my parents, just because they pushed me to like be the best person off the field, best player on the field, and just be the best person in the like to anyone else, and just be super nice to people. Um, you know, I think they they raised me really well, and they they prepared me for this moment, these moments that I had the last couple of years playing football, and uh, just in high school in general, just making sure I'm always making smart decisions, just being a good person to everyone, just stuff like that. And I think they, they've motivated, motivated me, and they still do motivate me just to you know, do well for them and just, just be a good person, so, yeah. What would you say is your proudest accomplishment? Probably my proudest accomplishment is just like even playing for Riverside football. Like when I was younger, like I really like looked up to like all those players, and I know some people probably do that to us now, but like that was like a dream come true of mine is just playing uh, Friday nights and uh, knowing like I gave it everything I had uh, on Fridays and just, you know, throughout the off season. And uh, uh, probably my biggest uh, accomplishment is just being like a leader on this team. I wanted to, one thing I wanted to do is just leave it better than it was and just make sure I like, like installed like a work ethic in everyone else, j not just me. And uh, I think I did a good job of that. So that's one of my biggest accomplishments. What are your plans for the future? Um, so I'm not necessarily sure if I want to, I obviously want to play a sport in college just because, you know, I love sports, obviously. So, um, I either will play football or lacrosse. I'm not sure where, um, you know, one thing I've recently learned is like, I, I can't live without football. Like football is one of the greatest things ever. So maybe in the future, I want to maybe try to coach, but, uh, I've also thought about like being a firefighter too. Uh, and I know if I had to be a coach probably can't be a firefighter because you have to work the 24-hour shift so I've just thought of, there's a lot of things that could you know go and uh, if I wanted to probably be a coach I'd probably you know be a teacher maybe of some sort not sure what subject or whatever yet but yeah that's kind of what I've got planned out so far and just to go on college visits starting like couple in the next couple weeks just to figure out what school is right for me. Our last question for you today is if you could give one piece of advice to next year's team what would it be? I would just say, like, in any age, like, even if you're a freshman or JV or whatever, like, just enjoy the the years you have playing football because I remember my freshman year, like, I, it was maybe your brother's grade. Yeah. They told me, like, it flies by or maybe it was, I don't know, it might have been your brother's grade. Um, and I, like, didn't believe him. But now, like, that it's actually over, like, it, I actually believe him. Like, this was, like, the fastest four years of my life. Um so I would just tell them to take every day with like everything you have and just enjoy it and then just like work super hard because you need to work hard to uh, win games. And I'm telling you like the worst feeling ever is losing a playoff game. So just make sure you guys work really hard and give it everything you have because you don't want to go out not giving everything you have. And I'm kind of glad I went out giving everything I had. So uh, I, we still wish we won, but just I would just say give everything you have and just work hard. All right. Thank you, Dom. Congrats Thanks, on a great football season. Thank you. Thanks. Next up, we have Mr. Eccles, who teaches ninth grade world history and side. OK, 
Okay, so the first question we're going to ask you is, how long have you been teaching at Riverside? So I've been at Riverside since 2003, so this is my 19th year, and 27th year overall as a teacher. Is it difficult trying to keep up with two completely different classes? Well, we have 62 kids combined in those two classes, but I, um, you know, I have unbelievable co-teachers with me, uh, Mr. Schmidt and, of course, Mrs. McIntyre, and they make it easy. Um, Mac's awesome, and Mr. Schmidt, they're great, and it's just, you know, great kids, so love what we're doing. Um, some challenges, but it's, it's a great group of kids and works really well. How has COVID been affecting your classes this year? That's a great question. Um, I think, you know, it's affected everybody in the world, obviously, but for me this year, it's, it makes me realize that, you know, there's more going on in the world. There's more going on with these kids than just, um, than just the books and the, the academics in my classroom. There's things going on at home. There's things going on in our community, and I have to take that into account as I'm looking at things, and I have to understand that there might be an occasional late assignment or there might be something not done, but there's a reason behind it. There's a whole lot of stuff going on out there, but I really applaud my kids for, for being just very resilient and how hard they work, and honestly, it's been a really great start to the year. So, How do you ensure your students are getting the most out of this year's education? You know, I kind of just talked about the idea of, of understanding what's going on and understanding the big picture. And I think the pace might be a little slower, but have to differentiate this year. Have to really look at it and see that, you know, some kids are going to be work further ahead because they have maybe fewer things that are going on at that point in time. But other kids are, they need to slow down a little bit. There may be some kids that are out of school for a couple of days for things that are happening. And um, just understanding that. Every, everyone is different. Everyone is reacting to things differently and just trying to be sympathetic and also to be available in case they, they ever need to talk or want to you know, look at things. Um, how have you been building relationships with your students? I think that's the number one thing right now is uh, a lot of people, we've lost a lot of things. We've lost people. We've lost opportunities and just being available and talking to kids and you know, honestly really trying to have fun this year. Um, enough things have been taken away. Let's let's go have some fun. And so, I think this year, uh, people that know me in class, they sometimes describe me as being a little bit goofy. I think I've probably gone max goofy this year, uh, telling a lot of jokes, um, just talking to people, listening to them, and trying to pick them up, and just just have fun. And and hopefully we're doing that in class a lot this year. How has the new side class been going? Side's been going great. Um, this year we have uh, two classes that make up side. The second year group it has about 20 students in it and they've really shown great leadership they've been helping out with a lot of tasks for the first year group helping them learn the ways learning the the expectations and doing things and taking on some service projects that have been just invaluable in the first year group we have about 40 students in there and uh, all i can say is these kids are go-getters they are uh, they're working really hard we give them things to do and they come back and say okay what else do you want what else do you need they're very open. Um, they've really bought into the importance of this program. And, you know, first quarter went great. I, I think I speak for Mrs. McIntyre and, and Mr. Schmidt and saying we, we really love this group. It's a great group. So kind of changing the subject, will you be advising the mock trial team again this year? And what do you think that season's going to look like? Oh, yeah, definitely. I love doing mock trial. I work with some, some really great kids. And it's kind of a different side of, um, of, of my school day. And, you know, I've always been interested in law and almost pursued it as a career once upon a time, so being able to bring that in uh, is just really neat. This year's gonna be a little different. 
what's going to happen this year is that instead of going to the courtroom, the trials are actually going to be virtual. So it looks like we're going to have record number of kids. I think we've got close to 20 kids that have signed up. So we hope to put that into two teams, have a lot of competition within our own group, make us better. Same token, get us ready. Um, late January, we'll have our competition against other schools. And, you know, we, we're setting the, the expectations high. We, we want to be successful this year. And we, we want to, at the very minimal, get to regionals and take a shot at getting to state. So would you say your goal is to make it to regionals this year? I want to go to state with these guys. I think this is – I've got some third-year kids in this group. I've got some second-year kids that really made some great strides. So uh, very minimal regionals. But I always say if you're going to have goals, have big goals. So, yeah, let's get to state and let's have some fun. Okay, so if you could leave your students with one piece of advice, what would it be? That's another great question. Um, you know, you're only in high school for four years. You have the rest of your life to, to work and do other things. And um, I really think that I look back at my own high school experience, and one of my biggest regrets is that I spent so much time worrying about what other people thought instead of thinking about doing the things that are the right things to do, but doing things that I enjoy and, and not worrying about what other people think and, and, and how I look. Um, high school is such a short period of time. It's such a great special time. It's such a, a time that you got to do things that you enjoy. You got to do things that are going to help you grow as a person. But worrying about other people's thoughts, it just doesn't matter. And it, it's a hard concept to, to understand, but you got to be you and you got to enjoy being you. So that's my best advice for you. Thank you so much for your time, Mr. Reckles. That was great. Thank you. All right, that wraps up our interviews for today. Thank you, Dom and Mr. Reckles, for coming on and talking with us. Remember to look out for emails from Recognizing RHS so we can hear your suggestions and input on your shout-outs and interviews. And also, follow Recognizing RHS on Twitter for more updates and recognition. We love hearing from you. Make sure you come back next week to hear from our guest stars and to see if you or your friends were selected for a shout-out. All right, everyone. We appreciate you guys for listening to this week's episode. See you next week. The end.